we should probably get into this. Yeah, right? we should probably. Yeah. I mean, that's something to talk about. And that's the history lesson of the day. There you go. <laughs> thanks, but thanks, Spaniards. <laughs> we should we should have a we should have a segment on here called Frank's random historical facts. Well, I have a clip I can play, I know. but it's a little I know. early. That's what I'm we need to we need to put it to some use. No, let's 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 stay positive for our. No, no, I want to hear it. I love I mean, it. I love. I think it. it's I think it's an endearing quality. Okay, hold hey, on. Hey, you know what? Uh, you know, Shut if up, you spent Frank. the time to Nobody do anything, cares about planes, World War II, submarines, animals, boats, or whatever else you're rambling on about. Animals? <laughs> when do I ramble about animals? I don't know. Frank's Funtime Animal now. Facts? With the octopi once? No, <laughs> it happened all the time. Look, I agree with you. I think you made that clip before we had that discussion. I did. true. I did. <laughs> you used okay. to go off on animals a lot. Yeah, Jets, uh, 100%. Right. Can I play yeah, the theme song? From that episode. Let's, let's roll an intro. All right, let's play, uh, I don't know, this one. Imagine, if you will, an announcer you can barely understand. He refers to a but you're not quite sure what he said. He seems to be eating something, or perhaps he's a little drunk. It's remotely possible that he just said something about the scary door. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. It was not guns or bombs that defeated the aliens, but that humblest of all God's creatures. The Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, okay. No, no clips. We didn't I, talk about I, this at I, all. Sorry. I, I, I got him 15 minutes ago. I, didn't I know. Time. No, it's all right. I was sitting there going, I don't know. We didn't discuss this at all. So I don't know if we have any clips or anything. No, uh, I mean, if you had told me yesterday, I would have had him ready. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I find out. You know, it's yeah, funny. I mean, it's kind of funny when somebody asks a question, hey, are we having a show this week? And you reply back the next day, the day that we're actually doing it, that we're actually having a show. It's kind of crazy. I was just going to bring it up. Uh, so, who who asked me the other day? Uh, we we were just back from hiatus. This is LAW the Twilight Zone Review, episode one ninety seven. The masks five twenty five. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Brickman. I'm Jansen Carl. Adam Adam Adam's frozen. I thought I was supposed to go last. I think Frank and I already went. I, I mean, we're we're all here. The whole game. Jansen and I went at the same time, and it was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So. Oh. It saved time, except for the 35 seconds we spent <laughs> <laughs> discussing it. But We're rusty, okay? Let us have a moment. <laughs> but uh, someone asked in the chat, like, are we going live? I'm like, I don't know. I just set up the office. And to me, in my head, I had a whole conversation after that. <laughs> where yeah, I decided, and, yeah, we're going to go. Yeah, like, like, I was texting you the other day. I'm like, yo, you want to, you know, do the show with Dan and I? Test out the office before we go live and all? Because that's kind of way up topics for is to test out bullshit, so for the main show, so we're not doing this. But I mean, you know, it's okay. I mean, I was kind of late. It was kind of like two hours before too, and so that's my fault. But I've been so busy, and I didn't think. I, that's been the summary of the last couple of weeks is me not thinking properly. And I was I was talk, telling her earlier. I'm like, so I because Jansen goes, "You want me to come over and do the cable management?" I'm like, "We have a show tonight," and he's like, "We do." I'm like. Oh fuck! I should probably tell them. <laughs> so yeah, yeah sorry yeah, for the. Is. is moving into a house more than you ever possibly could have conceived? Than that it is before you did it because I gotta tell you something, dude. It's been a month. I'm still not even halfway done. Yeah, it's it's a ridiculous amount of work. It, uh, it's so dumb. Yeah. Easiest shit I ever did in my life. I don't know what you guys are fucking doing. Well, <laughs> last time I did it, it was fine. I, it wasn't a big I'm not deal. Lying. I paid for movers. That's why it was easy. <laughs> no, not no, just no, the no, moving no. part. It wasn't the moving in part. It was once you're here with all your shit, going room to room to room to room, to room getting everything done. Her wanting to paint every fucking wall differently. So I'm not, you know, I, don't I, wanna... painted, I painted the entire inside of my house within two days of moving in. We'll talk about so Twilight Zone in a second here. Huh? So we'll talk about Twilight Zone here in a, yeah, in a no, second. We're we're catching up. It's been we had hiatus, okay? The, for the for viewers, me, they want to know what we're doing. The stressful part for me was more about like getting these people to come out to the house to turn shit on during COVID. Mm. So cable. I thought, and, I, I thought like Arizona just like kind of threw caution into the wind by now. 
No, and then we had that I huge drove outbreak across the country in an RV. Which how 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 was that by the way? And then back. Uh, I was fine until we got to Tennessee and rolled through the mountains. You know, uh, an RV is a bounce bus. There's no other way to, to describe it other than it's a bounce bus. And not only is Tennessee full of mountains, it's also full of the shittiest roads I've ever seen in North America. Now, for God, so, now for God, bounce bus, mountains, potholes, boom, 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 boom. For God's sake, Adam, in, Adam in, in Tennessee, I really hope you didn't make a, a, a mean face to a dog. I didn't do shit in Tennessee except hurry up and get the fuck out of it. I don't want to go back to that state ever again. No. That's literally a law they can arrest you for. I will I will have to go through that state to return to Florida, and I'm not looking forward to that oh, shit wow. at all. I'm, if you see yeah, it, I'll probably um, take drugs or something to put knock myself out. What kind of drugs? Put myself cryo, <laughs> put myself in cryostasis or something. Frank lit I up. I Tennessee huh? was the the scariest spot, time of my life was in a Tennessee gas station. I stopped at it and I randomly Oof. and I walked in the bathroom and I was like it was like a horror movie, and like it was so dirty and I felt like the Texas Chainsaw thing. I thought someone was put me out with meat hooks. It was so yeah. disgusting and I was like, get the fuck out of here. All you listeners that are from Tennessee, all I can say is I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, that's all I can say about Tennessee. I'm sorry. Fuck the panhandlers. <laughs> they can leave. <sighs> anyway, Twilight Zone, the masks. It's our. <laughs> It's our first classic episode in, in quite a while. Yay! Yeah. Something Yay. that people will recognize. Yeah. When we the list man. off like all the popular episodes that you people know, this is going to be one of them. And it's the first time in a long, long time since uh, the Shatner one, right? Nightmare? That was the last yeah, one. And, yeah, uh, and, I guess and, the and doll one, Living Doll. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I'm Tiny Tina, and I want to suck that. I mean, <laughs> whatever she's she never did. Jansen's in shutdown mode. Yep. Yeah, we stopped listening <laughs> 10 minutes ago. You, you're the one that said fuck it, and then wanted to keep going with a tangent. And now you're. You guys were talking. I was just letting you have your moment. Sorry, 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 sorry. What sorry, is sorry, happening? Sorry. My, bad. My bad. My bad. I didn't realize the volume was up on that. My bad. Should I play Rod's intro? I, I got it right here. Oh, okay. I didn't know you had clips. I, I don't have clips. I just have it up. But okay. I just, uh, you know, I wasn't able to, you know, record it onto my iPad and everything. Gotcha. Like I was going to use my Lenovo, just play it. But when, but when I put the disc in, it wanted me to download a DVD thing, which I thought already existed. But I'm like, fine, whatever. It just never downloaded. Like, what the fucking century did you buy this computer from? What the, what my touchscreen Lenovo all in one. 8.1 Windows 8.1 yeah it was like I don't know it was eight years ago that's old yeah that's old it still works great though it's, it's got like four terabytes of memory in it <laughs> so that's why I keep it so you said you had the intro yeah I'm, I'm getting to it right now I'm sorry he's got to go through four terabytes of data to find it that's not true <laughs> that's not true I'm just trying to find it Okay. You know what? You, you need to add a button on your uh, stream deck, and it just needs to be the uh, the Jeopardy, um, you know, the thinking song or whatever. Needed you for a head cold. You should. All right, Jason. All right. It's ready for us. I know that. Doctor. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. Yes, Jason. I believe you will. Vaughn, God willing. Vaughn, good. Mr. Jason Foster, a tired ancient who on this particular Mardi Gras evening will leave from Earth. But before departing, he has some things to do, some services to perform, some debts to pay, and some justice to mete out. This is New Orleans Mardi Gras time. It is also the Twilight Zone. Yes, the masks. So... <clears throat> Let's talk about the mask finally. Now that we're way into the show, mm. it's our. It's directed by Ida Lupino, who Frank and I know from Sixteen Millimeter Shrine, the episode. Yeah, that hoe. Which is not a good episode, but it's one of the first episodes. It was the first episode of the TZ I hated. Yeah, which is sad because I think it's like episode four or something, something crazy Remind at the very beginning. Remind me of the uh, the plot on that <clears> one. Aging uh, actress. Stuck in her house. It's Sunset Boulevard, basically. But she's stuck in her house. Doesn't want to leave. She still thinks she's a 
should be a star. Oh yeah, that was garbage. Yeah, but she's in that. She directed. She's the only female director to ever direct an episode, and the only person to star in an episode and then direct it. So we got that going for it. It's it's a well directed you know episode. You did that. You do. Do you know why she directed the episode that she because started? females can okay. No, because the director that was supposed to do it uh, canceled very last second because he was sick, and she goes, "Well, I'll do it," and then she did it. So she wasn't mm. supposed to. She's just there at the right time. Yeah. So she directed it because she could. Favor, I guess. She directed it because of because of circumstances. Circumstances. This yes. ep- this season, uh, our t- double billing today has a couple return people. We got Ida Lupino in this one, and then we got uh, Gomer Pyle. In the next episode, we got the uh, the Reverend dude. He's in uh, All, Bolt Bully. Also, another crossover. This set is Uncle Simon. Hmm. This this episode is very similar, to Uncle Simon. Yeah, it, it's 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 the same <clears throat> exact set. Yeah. But it's full of just insult after. I got so bad with the insults, so many insults, I couldn't keep up. I just couldn't. They would come Could, in like one after another. Can you believe Sterling wrote this? <laughs> no. Well, sure, shit wasn't Hammy. <laughs> no, no. There's no harmonica. Hammy can't pull these off. <laughs> so I guess we'll we'll start our roundtable here. I don't know. Fuck it. Let's go with initial thoughts, what you thought about it, rating, blah, 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 blah. Jansen's checked out, so let's go with Jansen. God damn it. I knew you were going to do that. That's what I was trying to look <laughs> check out. I'm like the, the substitute What's teacher. The class, I'm going to pick um, the person in the class that's not paying attention to ask him the question. Fuck you. All right? How about that? Um, uh. <laughs> I like this episode. Um, his initial thoughts are, I, I feel like it's... um. It's a story I know, right? Um, obviously, I've never seen the episode, but it's it's a story that should be familiar to anyone, you know. Yeah. Um, that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna what? go the synopsis of it, but easily accessible. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the um, the execution of it. Uh, I enjoyed the extensive dialogue in it, and especially in in the first probably 10, 15 minutes of the episode of him just. Giving him that fucking cold shoulder smile, fuck you, with a nod and a wink, like you are all pieces of shit, and I'm gonna tell you to your face later on, type of deal. Um, really enjoyed that. This is me and my last, my last family reunion. (laughs) (laughs) You find Uncle Simon with more people for him to pwn. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was genuinely good. I, I thought like somebody put thought into it, and um, you know, obviously. I wouldn't say I saw the ending coming or anything like that, but I, I, I did, you know, expect something to that effect, and it, it was it was pleasant, and I and I enjoyed it, and it was a, a, an episode that makes you think in a good way, and it's not, it doesn't have any political push behind it, and it's it's just pure. Um, There's so a I reason say, Jansen says that because our next episode, is bit of a different story, straight up, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, oh yes, it is. So I would say. For me, out of out of all of the Twilight Zone that I've watched, and it's it's not a whole heck of a lot compared to some of you guys, um, this is top tier for me. This is this is excellent Twilight Zone. This should go in the top Twilight Zone of all times, I think. So I'm, I'm giving it a nine out of ten for myself. Definitely a top ten, Jansen. You nailed that, man. Adam, initial well, thoughts. Actually, I like the uh, story. Oh, sorry. I like the uh, the a- Adam. Adam, one second, Frank. I, I, I'm sorry. I just wanted to ask Jansen one question. Yeah. Yeah. Jansen, what did you think about the makeup after they took the masks off? <clears throat> For it was good. Like I thought it was good. I thought it was. Obviously, it's not like what we deal with now, but I mean, for that time period. Um, trying to replicate something like what they were already wearing on their face, like it was, it was pretty excellent, and it like, yeah, I thought it fit well. It didn't look like they were wearing too much extra, and it, it was, you know, it was, it was scary, but it wasn't like terrifying in in the way that you would, you know, would see in something that was made today, right? So, it was enough of a uh, kick to the face that you would expect for that for that era, that yeah. the audience would be flabbergasted by. I, I would assume. Perfectly put. I couldn't put it better myself. Okay, yeah, you know, I, I agree. I'm, 
I'm sorry for cutting you off, Adam. I just had to ask. I was I was curious, but so, Adam, you're up. This is one of those classic revenge episodes, and this is also like like Phoenix set up when they have these marathons on New Year's Eve, and so like that they they always play this one. Like either towards the end of the night or or at some point, it's one of the ones. So I'm very familiar with this episode, and I know the rest of the guys on this panel like to give me crap because I never remember the episodes by their their titles. This one I recognize right away. I'm like, oh, it's that one. I've seen that one before. Um, it, it's one that's this this fun to go back and see. Um, I wouldn't give it quite as high of a score as Jansen because my only fundamental problem with it is that <clears throat> while it's a revenge episode, all of these people are essentially pieces of shit. Except for the for the main character who is dying, but you can tell he probably got to where he is at by being a piece of shit himself. And so he raised these pieces of shit. Probably, he <laughs> yeah. raised these pieces of shit, and he enabled these yeah. pieces well, of shit. And now he's he raised revenge one, on. Him. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah. raised the one piece of shit who. Yeah. Yeah, these people are miserable, miserable, right? awful people, but they play their parts well, and it, it, this is one of those justice served. Uh, type of deals, revenge piece. You know, uh, it's it's a great story. So yeah, I, I would I would go eight out of ten for this one. Adam, if 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 someone was to give you fifty mil for you to wear the mask, take it off, and have to wear that mask of whatever mask you think your worst trait would be, would you do it? Probably not, because th- especially if it was this particular guy, uh, he's he's so smug. No, no, no. That, you know. Don't worry about the guy. General, I, I would be very, I would be very suspicious. No, it was, it was a I, very, it was. I would love to have some. I would be very suspicious <laughs> that some. I think, happen. I think Frank's offering a deal where you get fifty million, but you look like that for the rest yeah. of your life. Yeah, and like the guy yeah. doing it has nothing to do with it. It's just straight up. Here's a mask. You know, think of like the worst trait that you have. Then think of a mask that represents that. This is a tale from the crypt episode you're describing. It's got to be. <laughs> I mean, we're in a society where we have to wear masks all the time anyway, currently, so uh, I guess it would just be par for the course. Oh, know? that is current? That's, yeah. It's very I, I would probably still say no, though, because I would be suspicious, because rich, rich people are always up on some scandalous bullshit, and this guy's an <clears> exception <throat> to the rule. Mr. Missy so. yells at me all the time because I wear my mask right here, and she's like, put it over your nose. I'm like, fuck you. And <laughs> Wait, you're one of those people? There's no point Next wearing it if it's right here. Fuck you. That's what she said. You're one of those people? That's too funny. Try to work that try, try to work that thing on for 20 fucking hours straight. Yeah. It doesn't fall oh, off your damn nose. I, I, I have sympathy for people who have to wear it to work. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I could not do that, period. So very blessed to not have to. And and dude, I, like every manager that passes me has to say, yeah, these assholes only have it on for a couple of hours. So, yeah. You know. Oh, I'm, and another I'm, thing I want to mention, uh, we we joke about this. Everything always happens at midnight on these goddamn yeah. shows. It's always midnight. Death that only happens. Death loves midnight. Always, midnight. <laughs> always midnight. Is it? Everything happens at midnight. Yeah. Isn't that the Twilight Zone? Yeah. Well, I mean. Uh, Twilight Zone is parallel dimension to ours, so it needs to have a right. But I mean, if, if, if you were if you were going to pick if so if you were going to break it down and say pick a time frame on when the Twilight Zone occurs, what time would you pick? Midnight. Yeah, exactly. day, right. Yeah. Or if you're in the the Amityville house, it's at what was it two thirty three? Two thirty three. Yeah. Three but o'clock, I think. Twilight's like when the sun's kind of out, though. Mm. Well, if the moon's out, it's twilight. No, this is moonlight. But the definition well, of twilight. Most of like I'm not, the I'm not saying movies. specifically the definition of twilight. I'm yeah. saying if we're going to pick a, a time and and give it reference for what the twilight zone represents. In the well, paranormal world. A lot of things happened at three a.m. because supposedly that was when Christ was crucified or yeah. something like that or something. Thing, so it, that's that's, that's what horror movies tell you. Horror movies tell you that the paranormal universe tells you it's that. It's like three oh three a.m. or something like that. It seems so like if yeah, you want to get a nail through a hand very well, you do it during the day, not at night. Nighttime here. I don't know. <laughs> who I'm fucking knows? Oh, well, that's, that's the other thing about it is who is, who is tracking time in that yeah era. 
And it's when he died, not when he got crucified. It took him a while. Yeah, I mean, especially time hasn't existed yet. Neither did time zones. So, like, who the fuck? Twilight Zone, everything is always at midnight. That that sundial's that that close where they could tell it was three minutes after. (laughs) Pretty good sundial. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, like, you know, when the sun goes down, that sundial's useless. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The moon dial. We got one over here. Way more complicated. Yeah, I the French don't sell watch four days out of the year. Yeah. The month. <laughs> All right, Frank, what did you think? Oh, okay, I loved it. I I'll, I give this a nine out of ten. Definitely, it's, I think the masks is a, is a top ten um, Twilight Zone episode. To be honest with you, it's like one of the really good ones out of season five. One of the best, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for this season specifically, for sure, I could say that. And I mean, like, look, I love Rod's writing. I hate it when he tries to do comedy because he sucks at it. But when he doesn't try to do comedy, when he tries to do exactly this, he is the king. He like no one can do it better. And this right here is why I love the Twilight Zone. This episode right here, it it embodies everything why I love this show. The writing was amazing. The acting was awesome. I mean, even the doofy freaking what was his face. Like he, the he's, son. Yeah, the son he, he goes. He goes. Hello, grandfather. I'm like, you know, I don't think hello is spelled H U L L O, but okay. <laughs> like that's how it sounded. You know, like you dopey. F-. And he was the only one. Like, hey man, I'm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you got the slut sister. <laughs> like, man, grandfather, I wanted to ride a cock. <laughs> it's like. She she talks to her grandfather and she's like, "Hey, dying grandfather, you want to get me laid tonight? What the fuck's wrong with this girl?" Yeah. Do you know how? Do you know how? how know how any? Do you know any well? I mean, nice boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious about this episode only because it is is one of the better ones. I mean, obviously it has the best ratings, you know, out there for for the episodes that we've looked at, but. I'm curious those the books that you've read about Rod Sterling's writing or, or those discussions or whatever that you've read through like is, yeah I would like to hear the synopsis on this one well I would like to know is what is there is there a um how, no how any a backstory you know to this episode wealth, is there like an I inspiration mean, nice boys <laughs> well, I'm gonna find out okay what was that what was what so I heard something while you were talking you heard oh, nothing <laughs> is it his video oh. it's it's fine. Okay. So uh, I muted that before, and suddenly I went there to check on comments, and it was unmuted. Was that porn? Okay. That was Frank talking. So yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Frank has a part-time job narrating porn. Yeah. He's inserting no, no, her now. I'm, I, I'm the dub over. I go, oh yeah, bitch. Oh, <laughs> no, he has to translate <laughs> he it. He doesn't get. He doesn't get those nice of a job. When he needs those, he needs to use those really. Those gruff hands to be a fluffer, you know what I mean? Frank translate to other languages. <laughs> I, I picture him in the recording booth, like hearing it and dubbing into like you know Spanish, like L O. The European porn, so that we can have it in English. Yeah, because it's all in German, so I gotta translate it. <laughs> it's like that. Uh, have you guys seen the the clip of um, Hugh Jackman when he's doing the the the, the backup voice for uh, when he did Wolverine? <laughs> He's like fucking running through the forest, but he's in the sound booth and he's like fucking yelling and shit. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. Are you I translating German porn where you just like splatter, splatter? Yeah. It's all poop, poop porn. <laughs> Splat. Oh, God. Right on her chest. <laughs> well, while Frank's looking for that, Phoenix, give us your thoughts. I yeah. Found it. Oh, he found it. Never mind. Shut up. Phoenix. I'm still going to go because he's going to take forever. Yeah, no, go ahead. Just skim yeah. through it. Uh, I, I love this episode. I. I in my head, I always pictured the the classic episodes as overrated. Usually, yeah, that's how I feel about them. But this one holds up. I, I love the insults. I love I love the structure of the episode. It's paced out well enough where you're not like fucking get the mask off. They get the mask off like halfway through the episode, and then it's uh, a little t- a little too much of the bitching about the mask for me. I wish I had something else to talk about. That's my only real complaint, but. And Adam's not going to like this, but this episode reminds me of um, his favorite episode. Eye of the Beholder. He just stares blankly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are similarities for sure. There are similarities. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. For me, agree this one works better. This is this is better for, for the way I watch it. Um, I think the shock value is better, I think. 
Yeah. Oh, it... uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it's it's a little <laughs> less implied. Because no. in the Beholder, it was like, you know, something's going on with their faces. Yeah. They keep right. The Beholder does go out of its way to hide everything. But it's just, for me, there's just something about the cinematography. Of that. Oh, is that's what I was going to say. Is that, is that the one that everybody knows with the, yeah. they're wearing masks and shit? Okay. Yeah, the pig. Yeah. I, I forget. Uh, yeah, the pig, yeah. yeah, I just forget what it's called. The foreign person looks like us, and everybody else looks like a, yeah. a fucked I, I like that episode. Don't get me wrong. Ted, son. She is a straight up 10. Gorgeous. Yeah, that that one's a 10 for me. You know who's a 10? Pig Hitler. That's Fuck the episode yeah. I want to watch in that episode is Pig Hitler taking over. I want to watch that. That that fascinates me to no end. <laughs> everywhere, but, everywhere she goes. Pig Hitler yeah. <laughs> but I, I liked I agree with that. And the cinematography in that one is way better. But this one is it's simple. It doesn't focus too much on one thing. It's mostly about him insulting his family. And we never find out if he just was a normal guy and now his family sucks because she married this guy. That's what I would have I would have liked that more if he would have had like a little bit of a back story. Yeah, and like that's that. what I'm saying. But I feel like I feel like he talks through that though too. I mean like I feel like yeah. he, he gives you enough of a sense that these people are, are pieces of shit, right? And he's he's finally gonna get his last word in yeah. and he's gonna leave his mark on this world one way or another and say, listen, you all fucking made this bed, now you get to lie in it. You have the money, but now you gotta live with yourselves. Yeah. This was his Festivus before he went out. Yeah. This is his But I wish I would have known a little bit more about him. Like, did, did he come from wealth? Is he self made? Was he poor at one point? If I'd have known just, just a thread of anything would have kicked it up a notch. Going off this guy, I could tell just based on context clues, he's so, he's self made. This isn't a guy he's that inherited. Yeah, he's he's too much in control of everything. I mean the, pen, the pencil mustache alone should tell you everything you need to know about the guy. Yeah. He fucks. That's that's what oh, it is. Yeah, dude. He he is a straight up pimp. Porn star <laughs> director. It has a similar plot to like those old fifties movies where it was the murder mystery. Like everyone who gets invited yeah. to the house and gets murdered Thank one you. by okay, one. Okay, so I I I I felt that too. Um I just watched um hide and seek yeah. the other night. Great movie. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Fucking phenomenal. Great movie. I was like, man, this movie reminds me of that shit so yeah. much. It was so good. Uh, or or knives out. Knives out was another one. I still haven't seen that. That one's pretty good too. It's it's more comedy than yeah. horror, obviously. Um, well, hide and seek's a comedy too. At one point, it just changes. Knives out is more of a a, a mystery. Um, we got Agatha Christie, Sherlock Holmesy kind of deal. Yeah, it's kind of an Agatha um, Christie vibe to it. Yeah, I sucked at hide and seek growing up because I was so fat. Well, this this hide and seek's a little bit different, you know. Uh, if you get found, you get killed. So, I'd be dead quick. <laughs> Just a big yeah, fat no, dead that, kid. I was. I, I I watched the preview. I was like, oh, this looks decent. I think I'll, I think I'll enjoy it. But I did not expect that movie to be that good. Like that that final scene. Yeah, don't they, don't go too in detail, but. I just picture oh, Frank's decaying corpse in the middle of the room while all the other kids play hide and seek around him. <laughs> Going like this. <laughs> uh, I died first, guys. Sucks. Just a skeleton going. <laughs> Does anybody watch? Um, I, I'm sorry, I'm going off on a small tangent. I'll pull it back. Does anybody watch The Boys? Fuck yeah. No. Are you caught up on it? Not this past Friday. I haven't. Okay, never mind. We'll talk about it later. There's because something about The Boys, this most recent episode, that reminded me of. Um, now, I'm I a little bit scared because they had Butcher the week before in the red. Now they have Kamiko in the red. I don't want to hear anything about this. I want to watch the show. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what that has to do with anything. No. I mean, also, like, the boys are breaking bad. You know, you watch it, you're just branded a piece of shit by everybody. So, kind of. Yeah. Those kind of movies makes me want to watch it when I goddamn well want to. Yeah. You know? It's amazing. I'm not quite there. It's super good. Anyways, back to the topic at hand. Sorry, guys. The masks. Yeah, yo, Jansen, diabolical. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's massively insane, dude. That's that show is so fucking nuts. <gasps> so the episode kicks off with uh, he's he's in bed, he's dying, he's talking to the doctor. They have a quirky back and forth. I always like when there's a character and he's giving him shit, and the other character starts laughing or something like that, because you're never sure if he's an asshole or he's just like you know how I talk to people, which you know could be an asshole, but it's it's in jest. But I always like that because the doctor starts laughing. I was like, okay, I like this. I wish the doctor was, was that, in more. Was that slightly inside? From <laughs> <laughs> I 
I heard none of you. No, I was asking Phoenix, was that a slightly inside thing that you said from earlier? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like, so I felt like you felt a little bit guilty when I was like, all right, fine. Sorry for it. <laughs> a little bit. I, and I was saying Doctor was my favorite character. Like, he was pretty cool. He was believable. He, he, doctor? The Doctor. Yeah, yeah the Doctor yeah. was my favorite character. They played off each other perfectly. Yeah. Because yeah. he's he's like uh, checking him out, and he's like, oh, you played that clip there where he's like, I like I like your because your candor, you're different from the medical norm, whatever. He, he basically yeah. he doesn't sugarcoat he doesn't it, doesn't lie. He just he just tells him straight like you're fucking dying, dude. What? Yeah, he cut his doctor all uh, so so uh, 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 saw blade. Yeah, <laughs> saw bones. Yeah. Saw bones. That's yeah, it. saw bones. Yeah, so so old saw bones. <laughs> And then, uh, Did you find anything good in there, Frank? Oh, sorry, Venus. Go ahead. No, you're good. The... <clears throat> no, uh, you know, Zickery pretty much. Uh, he he actually gave a lot of his own opinion on it. Mostly, I mean, of course, he has Rod's opening, you know, and all that good stuff. But he's got a pretty decent, um, you know, a paragraph uh, of uh, pretty much the synopsis, and then after that, he's got a paragraph of what he thinks about it. So if if you like to hear about the the uh what he thinks about it after the fact i can read that up to you guys I, I don't care i was more curious to find out if he had any insight as to the um like the inspiration for the episode because it seems like one of those stories that like man something must have happened for somebody to feel this certain way and come up with this um i think well, it was someone that read about the masks in mardi gras and kind of sparked an idea okay fair enough that's that's what i assume I don't. I don't yeah. know factually, I but sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is what Zikri says. Like at the end, it's pretty crazy. It's not, it's not long at all. Uh, the masks, in quotes, of course, uh, is both uh, is both well written and well directed by Haida Lupino, like we already talked about, making her only woman uh, to direct Twilight Zone episode and the only person. Yeah, we already talked about that. Sixty millimeter shrine. We hey, we are good guys. You know. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> But much of its success must be credited to the masks themselves and to the artistry in the heavy makeup applied. I to agree. The yeah. Can you put so a pause I... there? And oh, you, you touched on it briefly there when you asked Jansen earlier, but the masks themselves are fucking cool looking when they take them off at the end. Again, we assume you've, you've seen the episode if you're listening to a review podcast, but the, the reveal of the makeup on it is fucking it's solid, especially for Twilight Zone, because there are some episodes of some terrible makeup, especially old makeup. age makeup. They cannot do that shit. And, and, and here's another cool uh, fact about the masks: uh, the actors who you know had to wear them, yeah, they got, they got to take them home with them. That's awesome. That's cool. If they held on them for ten years, twenty years, fifteen years, they could have sold them for so much money. I guarantee you, most of them did. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, Especially that kid, that yeah. Junior, fucking sold it for probably uh, his steroids or something. No, probably a few sticks of gum. <laughs> hey, I can really go for some gum. I sold it for a dime bag. A dime bag of what? Gum. Dime bag. Gum. <laughs> <laughs> Big Red. Oh, I hate Big Red. Oh. Why does Big Red exist? I know. It's like, my, you know, my breath stinks. Let, okay, hold on. Big Red or Tutti Frutti? Which one's the worst? Tutti Frutti's fucking awful. Big Red. What the fuck is Tutti Frutti? Fruity, fresh and fruity? Yeah. You know, they have I got a, black... I got a fact that I just saw on here. I don't know if you guys saw this too. One second, Jansen. They have no, black no. licorice gum. Oh. Ugh. Have you That's seen that? Somebody you really hate. Yeah, it's a practical anyway, gum. Anyway, sorry, Jansen. Oh, you're fine. Um, The... Uh, the lead, Robert Keith, died two you know years the, later. Yeah, this is his. This is his. Yeah. last credit. That was my next That's note. Wild. Oh, was it really? Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> Sorry, I beat you to it. No, it's all right. I said it first, actually, but whatever. Whatever, dude. It's fine. That's cool. No, <laughs> I, I beat you, but whatever. And <laughs> not a competition, but I won. This is my show, okay? Jesus Christ! <laughs> and the trophy goes to Phoenix. Congratulations, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And the Emmy for the guy who brought it up first goes to Phoenix. <laughs> Woo! Come on down. Thank you for having me Jeff, on, Jensen. But I beat you. Uh, this whole Genesis. Yeah, he was like seventy-six or something, right? Phoenix. Phoenix. 
remember when I moved that fucking couch into your house and I fucking carried your washing machine up the fucking stairs? Remember that? I wasn't in the room, so I didn't remember, remember that. No. You remember that? Fuck you, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Was it me that asked you to do any of that? No, dude. You you asked. You're like, man, my back hurts. Uh, can you please help me? None of that. Did I talk oh, like Cartman. <laughs> I can't remember. My back hurts. Recording episodes this week. Sunday boy, Sunday boy. You know, Jansen, if you have to brag that you helped uh, a man that just had back surgery carry dryer in his new house. Shots fired. Shots fired. He's been a cripple for like a decade. He's earned this this bullshit I give him at this point. So. No, yeah, come on. No, no, that still doesn't. No. I love making fun of people in wheelchairs, being like, hey, "Come on, stand up." What's wrong with you? Rude. Stand up when you meet someone. Come on. Don't don't go dying on me. Come on, Grant Gimpy. <laughs> so, does a wedding tackle still work? No, no, I, I, I joke and I kid, but I was happy to do it. I, I, I wanted you guys to have an easy move. So I felt bad because we had a couch. We have like one of those, you know, L-shaped couches that we moved mm-hmm. in. And it, we put up in the, we have three living rooms in this new house and we chose the loft one as our main living room, oh, which means the stairs and there's no way to get oh, it around man. the hallway there. Cause it's right around it. So let the, me, let me set up this pic- picture for you. <laughs> fucking the steepest flight of about 20 stairs you've ever seen in your life. Okay. Yeah. These are not fucking, this is not an ADA hallway. There's no fucking 36 inches or whatever. This is maybe like 28. And we're fucking carrying this couch up these stairs. There's an open window to the right where it leads into the loft. And then if you go up the stairs and turn right around the corner, there's a pillar that blocks your entrance into the living room. So it is you not cannot, designed. You cannot no. <laughs> wedge that couch into there. You, you, you literally can't move it. So you have to push the couch up the steep flight of stairs, lift it over your head and over the window. To the, the ledge, loft. no, to the ledge, the, the, the ledge window, the whatever the fuck that is, that opening in the loft. So I had to pull and the couch <laughs> down from the <laughs> loft side. Dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. It worked though. Yeah, and it looks good. Point is, when we move Bye. out, I'll give you a call. What's that, Adam? How many meters wide is that? Oh fuck, I don't know. Probably thirty. <laughs> like six hundred. The audience might want to know. It's, it's, it's at least half of whatever Frank bought as a green screen. I say it's a third. <laughs> yep. Phoenix is going to get about. You can't divide 10 by 2? It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's 30 by 10. 30 meters, Jesus Christ. So that's, that's... 90 feet. <laughs> it's about, no, uh, a meter's meter like, a meter is like a, is a almost yard. a yard. So yeah, it's, 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 it's 30 feet by 30 feet long. Yeah. It's, it's almost a hundred feet. Yeah, it's a big movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to film the fan of menace in his bed. How much was yeah. this screen screen? Twenty dollars. From and, where? Uh, uh, Amazon. <laughs> uh and it was fabric. It's not like a screen like nylon. It's yeah. a fucking fabric. Yeah, I have hey, one. Let me put but that into more perspective for you. Uh, uh, a football field is about three hundred and sixty feet long. So you're you're about a third of a football field. Yeah, really, really. <laughs> yeah. So he can cover the fucking red zone with his green screen. Americans and we measure things in football. Okay. He's gonna refilm the sinking of the Titanic. <laughs> I could. I really could, dude. You're gonna loan out the James Cameron for Avatar Seven. I, mean, uh, I don't know if you ever watched PBS Digital Studios of anything, but I could definitely recreate that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Where the fuck were we? Finish off that book. That what are you reading oh, yeah. there? Okay, I'm sorry. So yeah, um, basically, uh, yeah, makeup applied to uh, as an eye of the beholder. There is a compelling beauty in the ugliness and alluring repulsiveness. Designed by William Tuttle and crafted by Tuttle, Charles Schick, Charles Schultz, the peanuts guy. Others, they <laughs> yeah, S C H R A M. Shram. Yeah, that's it. And okay, others, yeah, at Charles Schramm, Sh- 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 uh, and others, they are works of art, grotesqueries. How can I say that? But not shrimp. Grotesqueries <laughs> which reflect all the cruelty, ignorance, vanity, and avadash, ridiculous. Ris- ris- why do they got to put weird words? <laughs> Next time, get like a fucking fourth grader to read this. No, piece of Frank. Rainbow. No, 
It's A V A dash, and then I gotta go next line, and it's yeah, it's justified. R I C I U I O U S N E S S. Good luck with that one. So this is why you got me the book, so I can read out of it. Dude, I even got the all uh, the audible book of this. It's even better. Yeah. Does, does Zickery <laughs> read it? Yeah, yeah, Zickery oh, really? reads it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's on Adam's the, gonna pop uh, over there, dude. <laughs> Described by the characters, and best of all, they bear enough resemblance to the actors' faces to seem like hideous, degenerate alter selves. There you go. Adam's that's literally a, bawling right that's now. A glowing, uh, that is a glowing, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, basically review from Zickery. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> what, what, did that, what did that say, Gam? Run that by me again, Chief. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't read it until you took it away. What was the last part? Well, I don't know. You could read it. Shit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I can read. It's just, you know, this is this is what happens when you spend, you know, grades one through nine in three different school systems, okay? Every, every grade. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so, where the fuck were we? People let him touch high voltage. Mescaline. <laughs> Ooh, mescaline. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. I, I don't know what it is. This is why you should never be raised under power lines. All I know is that that run rap from D12 raps about mescaline an awful lot. Oh, <laughs> I think it's bizarre. Yeah, man, I'm I'm so I'm so bummed now because <laughs> I know oh, that we're going to be in such high spirits <laughs> for this episode, and then next episode we're just gonna <laughs> fucking want to kill ourselves. That's all right. So, uh, Reading Rainbow is Jordy from freaking Star Trek. That's yeah. LeVar cool. yeah. Burton. Yeah. yeah, him. Who directed all the best episodes of DS9, by the way? Are, do they exist? <clears throat> DS9 sucked. DS9 uh, has some good shit. Yes, there's some didn't good go shit. Anywhere. It was Listen, a- guys, if we wanted to talk about Star Trek, we'd make a fucking podcast about it, all right? Jesus. I would not be uh, against the idea of doing a Star Trek. <laughs> show talking. Can we put the Twitter <laughs> apart from that one? <laughs> oh boy! So uh, a couple things I want to go over real quick because we haven't really touched on it a whole lot, but specifics as far as this episode goes. Uh, when they introduced the kids, I thought they're on cell phones, but one girl was looking at this and he was playing with something. I was like, "Are they a fucking?" Oh no, they're they're not. <laughs> He's so used to the people just doing yeah. this all the time. The dad walks the doctor to the door when they arrive at the house. He's like, "Let me walk you out." There's the door. I was like, "What the fuck was the point of that?" Um, they show a stock footage of Mardi Gras outside, and I was laughing earlier today because I didn't notice it the first time. But there's guys on a parade float. And they're dancing with women, and I was like, I'm watching. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Those are mannequins. They're dancing with mannequins <laughs> that are dressed up. <laughs> Go back and rewatch it. It's very <laughs> awkward. Reminded me of the Hummers Parade. Hummers I mean, Parade. I, I mean the Mummers. The Mummers. The Hummers. <laughs> I said Hummers. Was that at the? Was that at the Holiday Inn? No, Hampton. 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 No, no. Me being pegged was at the Hampton. Inn. Oh, okay. Yeah. The- no but she did give me a Hummer at least. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. If you're gonna peg someone, you have to. <laughs> That's, That's what I was polite. For. <laughs> it's the reach around situation. If you're gonna do that I mean, sort of thing, we at didn't least... check in, go in, and then she was just like, boom. You know, it was a it, it was a gradual thing. We had some oh, dinner. Okay. You know what I mean? You she know wanted how... to dine you first before she fucked. Do you know how gradual I need a life to be to take pegging? You you took it in one evening at Hampton Inn. I, w- I was with her for 10 years before this. Yeah, Phoenix probably needs about 40 years and at least six weeks of, of buildup. Prison time needs to be involved. And, about, and probably a 50-gallon drum of lube. You know how you stay married and together for 20 years, Phoenix? 10 years in when it's like from 17 on, you got to experiment because otherwise they're going to do that with other people. <laughs> but they never know. Who... <sighs> Adam, what is happening behind you? Is that a reflection of the TV? You're you're supposed to be driving this podcast. You sleep at the wheel or what? God damn it. Come on now. What? Take take it back. Take it back. I don't love how he turns 
that shit around on you. <laughs> I just want to know if that's a reflection of a TV, if there's someone like running around outside <laughs> like a madman. Um, Why do you got to be so cruel to me, father? Um, let's see here. Oh, they yeah, had the they had my favorite Twilight Zone trope, other than the Vaseline in the face. They had the lady of a certain age filter on the on the mom. Oh, yeah. lo- with blown out lighting. But when they show her next to another character, she looks old. I love that. The too. Star Trek lady filter. Yeah. <clears throat> um fuck it, I don't want to look at my notes anymore. Um Basically, he, he insults them, tells them he'll only give them the money if they wear the masks. They wear the mask for, what, three hours or something like that until midnight? Something like that. It wasn't terribly long. Yeah. Right? It wasn't like all day. But, it was like from after dinner until midnight, you know? Yeah, they took them off. They, they bitch about them nonstop. And then finally. These are rich people, so they probably eat at like nine o'clock at night. So it wasn't really that fucking long. You know? Yeah. They're just bitches. But they take them yep. off, and they look like Dick Tracy villains. That's what they reminded me of. They got the ridges on the forehead. And, um, cabbage Patch Kids came to mind. Yeah, look a little like Cabbage Patch Kids. But when the doctor shows up at the end, and he's like, "This must be what death looks like—peace or like no fight, peace." And I'm like, "Is this the first person you've seen dead, Doctor? Where did he go to med school?" <laughs> like he's alarmed at what death looks like. Yeah, like it, like instead of us, you know, studying for the bar, where you're up trying to play soccer. It's like he's a, he's a lawyer, Doctor. Wait, hold on, back up. You're saying that like he he does a double take of what he looks like. Nobody's like, oh, so this is what dead people look like. <laughs> oh, like, I see what you're saying. I mean, I think to him he was just really saying, oh, I he's, think he he's waxing poetic. Fucked up. Yeah. One of the funniest parts of this was, uh, you know, Junior, whatever his name was, right? He's in his grandfather's wheelchair, going back and forth <laughs> like a dummy. The whole yeah. Time. Because he's like, what you would classify as a dictionary uh, titled "jackass," right? I'd say dipshit on yeah. the spectrum, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a he's, he seems to take after his father, but his father's like a businessy businessman who does business. But his son seems like an athlete dude, like a big. He reminds me of a a more realistic version of the brother from uh, uh, Most Curious Camera, Frank. Remember the brother like, what for? That one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he that breaks dummy. Because, like, you know, when you break out of jail, you should go right for your relatives that they know exist. Yeah. They're <laughs> staying in a random hotel room, and he breaks in because he knows they're there. I, 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 I never understood that. Like, yeah. they're hiding out in a hotel room under, like, I'm sure they didn't use the real name. <laughs> they did. Yeah. It, back then, how are you going to find him? And he just shows up. But this no, he breaks in. Yeah, he doesn't even knock. <laughs> but this kid reminds me of that that character. But yeah, then you know, midnight strikes. They all have their masks. The main character chose the death mask because are you supposed to choose the antithesis? But it's the antithesis because he's alive, so, which is kind of the lamest thing excuse to have him have a death mask. And you're expecting a skeleton to be there, but it's that's why the doctor's like, oh, so this is what death looks like. Yeah, and didn't they take the mask off of him and he looked normal? Yeah, right? that was kind of the yeah. point. Is he didn't commit whatever? That's why I think he was a good guy. This that that daughter, his daughter married that dipshit, and then had dipshit Junior and slut villain over here. And that was something else that kind of bugged me a little bit. I mean, I realize this is old TV and everything, man. But it's like the the, the help comes in the next day, and the doctor and everybody stand on the stairwell looking like fucking Dick Tracy villains, and nobody like looks at him like, yeah. Like, nobody reacts to it. It seems like they cut in after that. Like, what the fuck? Oh, hey. And they did. And I'm I'm assuming that's what it was. Yeah, it just seems to me like there would have been a scream or reaction or just somebody staring, like, you know, perplexed at how weird they look or something, you know. They probably kind of turn around. They're like, oh, oh, you put on the mask, huh? Yeah, well, your shit's fucked up now. Yeah, we know all about the masks. Probably shouldn't have put them on, fuckers. They're. And there was another part of this where where I went, Rod, was that a good? Um, I mean, <clears throat> because I think his butler was black, and back then, you know, the whole segregation thing, like all of his help was black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is the South, I guess. That was normal, maybe. I don't know, Louisiana or whatever. Yeah, New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. 
you, do you want me to pull up when, when, when he's poning him when he's like going like you know person to person to person telling him like all right um I'm i was hoping you had a collection there I What's have a that? couple written down. He tells the nephew, his his son-in-law, I think the only book book you've ever read was a ledger. Yeah. If yeah, someone cause... cut you open, they would find a cash register. And my favorite one, because it raises so many more questions I want answered, is to the nephew, to, to or to the grandson dipshit. He says, not the excitement you get from torturing small animals as I've seen in the past. And I was like, what What oh, the yeah. fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it's like... Exactly. Salts are light compared to Uncle Simon. I oh, still definitely think he had the best. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Simon is literally a insult machine. He becomes yeah, a it, literal Uncle insult Simon machine. Should take his show out on the road. Yeah, he made a fortune. <laughs> He's Don yeah, Rickles. Yeah, they went on the road together. Mechanical Don Rickles, but but like, <laughs> but like Uncle Simon was just like a like a grumpy old jerk off. You know, this, this guy was just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what happened to my legacy, you fucks? Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, my entire fortune will go to you assholes, and don't worry, it will, but I'm just not, I'm scared what's going to happen. I think, the, I think the biggest thing I take away from it is is not so much that he, he judges them for who they've become, but maybe part of it is that he could have done a better job at it, at, at making them not those people. And that he's sad that he's leaving his entire legacy that he built to such garbage people. Like he's he's wishing he had more time at the end. You know what would have been Could funny be. is if he told them they would only get the inheritance if they wore the masks. They get the ugly faces, and then they read the will, and it's like, ah, fuck, sorry, it's actually going to the maid in the butler. <laughs> or, sorry, or, or they're like, well, <laughs> we we don't know who you guys are. Um, yeah, we, you don't. You don't match you don't this ID. Like or or they find out the masks. Like he gave all his money away to some orphans <laughs> yeah. or something. Or he spent and they actually inherit the mask. He spent that twenty million on each mask. Yeah. <laughs> he just severely overpaid. <laughs> There's special voodoo masks. <laughs> Frank's mixing a hot track over there. I mean it's it's a good enough it's a good enough punishment. <laughs> I mean, after all that all that money in the world doesn't mean a thing if you have to go out looking like that at the end of the day. I don't know. Look at some of the rich dudes. <sighs> Look at yeah, Trump. Frank's about to take base. <laughs> I mean, Trump's the antithesis of rich dudes. Looking, oh, God, just saying. Too political. I don't know. No Trump speak. No, he can't right now. <laughs> He's got oxygen in his mouth. He's having a hard time breathing. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, I I got uh, the uh, you know where he he starts with the masks and he starts pretty much you know telling them why and everything. Okay. So, yeah. Right. So here we go. Value. They have certain uh, certain properties. They're worn only during the Mardi Gras, and uh, there's a ritual to the wearing. Hold me up. One tries to select a mask that is the antithesis of what the wearer is. I'm an affable man. Well, that's uh, very interesting. Uh, very interesting. Yes, I love the way it is. Now, shall we select our masks? Tell me, Wilfred, how do you fancy yourself? Well, uh, I don't understand, the father. Oh, come now, be candid. When you shave in the morning, what looks back at you from the mirror? Oh, really, Father, I think oh, we're a little old for the power games. Let me be the judge of that. Now, I want an honest self-assessment. You're serious, aren't you? I was never more serious. Well, I'm an affable man. I've always been an affable man. You're an affable man. Well, then, you're... Uh, Friendly, you're outgoing, you're uh, extrovertish. I think so. Yes, then, along with this affability, you have a certain rapport with your fellow man. Uh, yes, indeed. Huh. Now, the opposite of all this amiability would be uh, this face here. Look at it. Charming. <laughs> Wear it. Live with it a while, Wilfred. It has great subtlety, Wilfred. 
There's greed, avarice, cruelty. All of the character traits that you don't have. Oh! Okay. God. We're done here, right? Yeah. This okay. could take seven years. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes on like that, insulting the shit out of them. I looked I know, at what amiability it. means, by the way. I What? I looked at what amiability, amiability means. What does it mean? The quality of having a friendly and pleasant manner. This man does not have that. Exactly. Antithesis. Means the opposite. Is, opposite. opposite. The way he said it is so fucking cool. Yeah. Antithesis. I'm well, an affable man. I've always been an affable man. I love the way well, he says that. I've always been an affable man. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, my accent is... It was a monster mash, you see. Yes. <laughs> it was a graveyard smash. It would have been funny to see this guy in a cage match with Peter O'Toole. It just would have been fucking hysterical. Who is Peter O'Toole? I've heard that name. The years. actor? Lawrence, Lawrence Arabia. Arabia? Yeah. Lawrence Arabia. And some embarrassing movies later on. Oh, yeah. is he that brick guy? Yeah. Okay. He's a brick he, he guy. He was in Supergirl. Yeah, he was in Supergirl. Yeah. Great fucking role in that one. <laughs> squid, squid. He's a, he's an affable man. He's always been squid, an affable squid? man. I've only I've only had one chick that was able to do that. Yeah, I, I feel like a fit. I believe I'm going to kick your ass. Anyway, uh, I gave it a nine. We all gave it a nine, except Adam gave it an I'm eight. You and the both. So, so Adam gave it an eight. We all gave it a nine. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam, you've given other episodes nines where we all were like, it didn't connect wow. to them. Just let him go. My scale, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, I'm not. I'm not saying anything yeah. wrong with it. it I, it's, I just, it's a classic episode, but I found a couple of flaws in it. That's all. Well. <clears> yeah, I, I didn't like it. My, my problem was I didn't like it, and I, I did say that I didn't like any of the people. I, I didn't understand the motivation of the main guy. I, I thought they could have maybe fleshed that out just a little bit. But Adam's I don't an find affable it man. Out of 10 to be a bad score. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, like in 20 minutes, they weren't able yeah. to, uh, you know, you know, well, yeah. It, it just, I, I just, it, it's bad people doing bad things to each other. Ultimately, you know. So. Yep. Yeah. I can do that. Fair enough. Okay. What, what, yeah. No, I was saying I can do that now. We need the end. Yeah, yeah. All right. Wrap it up. Uh, next episode, if you're live, it'll be in a few seconds or a few minutes. If you're listening to the podcast, it'll be the next podcast. We are discussing. I am, th- I am night. <coughs> I am the night. Color me black. An episode Color of me. Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone. Somehow. Um, but I enjoy talking about this one because it's our last classic episode. I think of the season of the rest of the Twilight Zone. I don't think there's another one. And, and it also does prove it's extremely hard to talk about an episode that we all like. Not really. It's, we discussed well, it. No, I mean, but I just find it it's its a lot easier and funnier to, you know, riff on something that sucks. That's all. It's kind of good good fortune that it's there. It's a classic episode we all liked, and we're just coming back. So we were kind of like, got that. Yeah. Sure. We're back in. One. Yeah. yeah. But let's hear our plugs and get the fuck out of here on the podcast. Plug time. Jensen wishes to plug, apparently, reddragonsradio.com. Adam wishes to plug, raidersoftheLostFlix.com. And on YouTube for movie reviews and pop culture discussions, Frank wishes to get plugged in a Hampton. And for hours and hours. Oh, and also in the Sports Car Podcast, Way Off Topic Radio Podcast. Phoenix wishes to plug, liwstudios.com for all of our videos and podcasts from Loitering in Wonderland. Send us your Twilight Zone thoughts in writing or audio to loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com or tweet us at LIW the TZ Review. We will read and or play them on the podcast next time. Until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West, joined by Frank Links, Adam Wilcox, and Jansen Carlin. So long, citizens. Shut off the fucking podcast now. Happy Podcast Day. We got our own horn. We got our own train. Oh, I was <laughs> gonna say, like one one drives by here. I don't. I, I still can't find the tracks anyway. <laughs> no, it's me. It, 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 that was. Me. Is it the Ghostbusters yeah. train? There it is again. Yeah. Perfect timing. It's gonna. What hit. year was it? I. I Juliet I, is such a fun. Place you gotta guys. do the Ernie Hudson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
Oh, Ghostbusters. Sorry, I missed it. <laughs> Me too. We'll be right back. Yes, we shall return. What's up, Phoenix? How do you turn your camera off? I just want to say that um, I'm going to the bathroom. We're still alive when we do this and all. Okay, yeah, I appreciate everybody that sticks around. And uh, like I said, happy podcasting day to other podcasters out there. If you're not one, you know, try it. Podbean, Libsyn, all that good stuff. Check out Way Off Topic Radio, Dan LeFeb, based on a true story podcast. Join me. So go to Way Off Topic Radio. All of the streaming sites, everything is all there. Or just go to reddragonradio.com. It's there too. Check, check it out. It's our fourth uh, year in a row that we do it. We do it every year. So, And you might hear about another podcast that you might be interested in. So definitely check it out, guys. And, we'll, and we will be, we will return.